The Unstoppable Mind with Marcel and Ezekiel. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to The Unstoppable Mind. So, Marcel, how are you doing there? Great. I'm excited about today. I'm excited to recap what we learned last week. How awesome was last week with Anne? Awesome, man. Okay, so, Marcel, I'm going to go right away to allow you to do your thing. I'm here with my pen. As always, I am the student. You are the the teacher. <laughs> All right, so let's get cracking, girl. <laughs> so we can recap on what Anne said last week. And I learned something so cool that I actually want to share with you guys. Not the whole thing, obviously, just a couple of points. But let's start off with, we spoke to Anne Turnbull last week about mindset. And um, in my opinion, she's extremely good with setting the right or having the right mindset, like setting the bar high, she achieves. And we wanted to know how, how does all of this happen? And we came up with a list. I mean, the first thing straight out of the gate, she went with positivity. Positivity um, for her is very important. And I think for all of us, right? Because if you're positive, you can't be negative. Good. Uh, responsibility that was a big thing like she takes responsibility for herself for her actions and for her mindset which I think we need to talk about a bit I think maybe we are all very um, comfortable with blaming situations blaming other people blaming everything the weather the I don't know your mood we we quick to blame you will expend less energy by just getting in and doing it. So, yeah, about positivity. This is something I learned a few years ago when I decided um, after failing out of the University of Port Harcourt. Um, it's something I, I had to consciously learn. You know, I've spoken with a few people today and it's easy to slide into negativity. Oh, I've had a stressful day. Oh, you know, you could just slide into it. And even the most conscious of us, still need to knock ourselves out of negativity every now and then. Here's the thing. Positivity is the energy that helps drive creativity. Positivity is the energy that helps drive creativity. If you want to create big things in life, you've got to be positive enough to allow your mind enough space to drive creativity, to drive results, to drive strategies. But every time you stay negative, you're... You're, you're delaying any possibility to create stuff. So yeah, I just thought I should add that myself. I learned something very interesting today. I want to say that I knew it before, but there's a difference between knowing something and doing something. Big difference. And someone needed to say it to me again for, for it to click in my brain. Your brain finds all kinds of excuses to adapt to your current state physically and emotionally. For example, when you go to bed at night, you say to yourself, tomorrow morning, I am going to the gym. I am going to get up. I am going to go to the gym and then I'm going to start my day. Tomorrow morning, 
your alarm goes off and you like hmm. all of a sudden your brain automatically starts thinking of every possible excuse of why you should stay in bed a it's just continuing what you're doing because you are already going i'm tired so then your brain starts going okay emotional state tired physical state still in bed you're not up you're not getting up it starts working 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 and it thinks up a million excuses and you convince yourself to stay in bed we need to be careful of that but i think once we aware of it it's extremely interesting i find it very interesting to watch my mind like a movie to go ah there it goes it's running off it's making excuses it's coming up with all kinds of ideas because your mind is always looking for a mission it's always looking for a goal it's always looking for something to achieve another thing i heard today is also so important our bodies associate with comfort which is a good thing if you are cold you want to be comfortable you put something on then you're warm um if you're too close to an open fire you feel it's not comfortable you move away our bodies are associated with comfort perfect our minds are associated with growth you do not grow your mind does not grow when you're comfortable you only grow when you outside of your comfort zone meaning your mind wants to learn it wants to grow it wants to know more and the only reason or the, the only way for you to know more is to move out of your comfort zone so i think it's very important to see the difference between body and mind because there's a massive link but we need to understand how the mind works how the body works and not confuse the comfort thing which is a body thing with comfort for the mind we don't want to stagnate i'm reading in the in the comments here about uh, it takes lots of discipline to get out of bed it does take a lot of discipline to get out of bed another thing i want to share with you i'm so full of full of wise things to share today right <laughs> <laughs> someone said today commitment what is commitment commitment is doing what you said you were going to do after the mood has left you to do it so commitment is doing what you said you were going to do or what you said out to do after the excitement of it all wears off so it's following through it's the discipline and that's that thing about getting up out of bed in the morning when you do you commit it so that was a thing last week that ann spoke about and it's about setting goals she spoke about having big goals and about having smaller goals so big picture and then monthly goals um achieving and then carrying on always moving forward little goals always taking action and then of course the whole thing about fear 
the fear of failing, the fear of doing something and how we overcome that. And that is by taking action. Ezekiel, do you have anything to add on goals and fear? <laughs> uh, well, yes. Um, about taking action, you know, sometimes we think um, fear stops us from taking action. But I think it's the other way around if we look at it. In order to dismantle fear, we do need to take action, right? Um, one of our coaches was saying, um, what's the best way to gain mastery to take out your fear? If, for example, you're, uh, you, you're in business and you think one of your biggest fears is fear of rejection from your clients or your potential customers or, or so, then why not pick up the phone and make 100 calls in a short space of time? Just do it. And I, trust me, by the time you're done with the 100 calls, that fear has left you, right? So you can use action to dismantle fear. Fear really doesn't exist, right? I mean, it doesn't exist. We just create it from our minds, you know? And another thing that is profound is how that our bodies want comfort, but our minds can relate more with our spirit, which intends to grow. But do you know that uh, in a way, we've ended up drawing the comfort of the body into our own minds, and all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, our minds too is now beginning to accept comfort, right? So it just goes to show that, I mean, um, if we're not careful, we would, have, uh, like we would have taken the body and its rot. Then I'll permit me to use that word. And its rot, right? And would have started poisoning our mind and even our spirit, right? So that's, I mean, it's a lot of profound things you've shared with us today. So I heard a key word there, which just made me think about this, negativity. There is a theory, and I'm going to call it a theory because not everybody actually agrees with this, but I find this very much in line and this resonates with me. There is a theory of we all have different uh, priorities. Like I have different priorities to you and to everybody else, some of them might be the same, but we all have that ultimate value right at the top. We have about seven levels, but like halfway down, it starts becoming a bit of a thing. So your top value, goal, motivation, whatever you want to call it, your top priority, you do not need any kind of motivation to do that daily. You do not need extra energy nice example was a young man playing playstation you do not need to remind him to go play playstation you do not need to remind a mother to be a mother they just are top priorities are in line with everything else meaning let's for instance say you are a mother of three children that is most probably, I'm not saying it is, most probably your top priority. You're not going to have to be reminded to be a mother. You will always find the energy, the time, the money for your children. It comes naturally. You don't need to be motivated. You don't need to, if that is your top priority. I'm not saying all mothers have their children as a top priority. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm using it as an example. So let's say, I don't know, for me, it would be to, like, for me to get up in the morning is cool when I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go do something that, what does Dean Graciosi say, that will move the needle. 
and spoke about that last last week as well and she said that one thing you can do to win the day so i'm not a morning person but i will get up at 5:00 in the morning to go do something that i am passionate about a value that's high up on my list i will have the energy i will have the time and the money and everything else i need to go do that i will not need any kind of extra motivation now imagine aligning your life with your top most values what kind of a shift is that going to be and then we go along the lines of no one can judge you for it because they are yours you do not have to be anybody else but yourself and then the theory goes on saying if you do not align with those but you align with the values of someone else so someone else's ideas someone else's priorities that is when negativity comes in because you're doing something you have to find the motivation to do it the time the energy everything that goes around it and you slip up you do you don't get out of bed and go to gym because gym is just not there for me i i'm one of those <laughs> i'll stay in bed because it's not there for me but then what do you do you crucify yourself afterwards because you're like oh, you are so lazy you're not committed enough you're not disciplined enough where did your motivation go last night you were motivated and this whole in a dialogue starts lashing at you and before you know it you've been lashing at yourself all day long where you could have taken your motivation your energy and you could have done something that would have moved the needle that would have like you could win the day with if it's in line with your priorities your ideas your dreams your goals and again i feel we come right around to finding what it is that makes what are you passionate about what sets you alight just go check what it is that you do every day what you surround yourself with like physically in your space what is around you what do you think about all the time what do you like when you meet someone what's the first thing you ask make these lists and start start evaluating like what makes you tick It's a very, very interesting thing, and I think it's an exercise we should actually all maybe look at and do. Ezekiel, you've got anything to add to that? No, 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 nothing to add. I just a question, just to ask you to expound a little. You said um, he asked twelve questions because this is what I I know about life. The best way to uncover life is to ask quality questions to yourself. When you ask quality questions to yourself. you turn around and answer in a quality way and so i've always been a fan of asking questions to oneself to find one's purpose one's vision one's mission and the rest so if you can help us with um, maybe three of those questions so that um, the viewers here can have something to ponder about that would help their search for their purpose or their greatest motivation um a bit easier for them is it possible can you like outline three of such questions Okay great so I'm um, I'm just winging it I don't have my notes here <laughs> The first yeah, question sure. was um name three things that you fill your space with like around you every day like what mm-hmm. do you feel yeah yeah 
reaction. <laughs> oh my. Um, what do you feel like almost like you can't live without? His um, example was actually a very good one. He said because he was in a hotel room, so he was traveling. And he said he has his suitcase with his clothes. He has a suitcase with books. And he has his laptop case, laptop with all his research on. His passion in life is to learn and teach. And you see, that's, that's what he means. That's how you... So things that really matter to you. I'm not talking about clutter. I'm talking about stuff that you grab to every now and again, like during the day, a few times a day. So I'm glad you said it's not clutter because um, my space is really cluttered. So more like the things that um, when you're moving, when you have to get up and go, you always go with those things around. The things you kind of use in creating your little space. Is that what it is? Okay. I immediately obviously thought of myself. And I think the one thing that, that I panic if I don't have, and it kind of it shines through, is my, my cell phone. Because I'm a communicator by nature. And that has become, especially now with all... With, with Corona and the lockdowns, remember, I don't have family here where I am. This is my only connection to the world out there. So wow. me being a communicator, I freak out when, when my battery drops at 40% and I don't have a battery pack or a charger or if I can't find my phone. I sometimes stand with it in my hand and I'm looking for it and I, and I freak out if I can't find it. So that's definitely on my list. Um, for me, for me, it would be a pen and a diary. I've got several uh, diaries for business, for purpose. Like, it's crazy how many diaries I have. Um, there are at least nine of them around this house. I kid you not. Right? For different things, like different things, you know. So, yeah, for me, it's a pen and a paper. There are times I won't sleep with a pen and a paper. I just want to be able to ask myself questions, create. So maybe, um, I don't know, what would, what would that make me? I, I know I'm an inspirer. I like to inspire people. But I also love to create systems, right? Wow. Create systems and processes and tools that can make life easier for people. So um, yeah, so that's, that's question number one, guys. And I hope you're, you guys are getting value. If you are, pop the love um, icon and let's, let's, let's reel out the loves. Let's reel out the white loves, guys. So that's number one question. Number two question. Okay, so number two was what do you fill your time with? Like what do you do? Not what do you do and uh, because you have to do it. What would you, if you had like all the time during the day for yourself, what would you do? So one was what do you fill your space with? The other one is what do you fill your time with? Okay. Then there's one, what do you fill your mind with? What do you mm. like watching, reading, learning? Then there was, um, I mean, there were 12 questions. I'm probably not going to remember. No, let, let, let's work with these three. I think these three okay. will just help okay. the whole process. And I think there's I one more that I want to mention because I, okay. I found it very like uh, important. was exactly okay. that that I said. When you meet new people, like your, it's, uh, the one was your inner dialogue. What do you say to yourself? Inner dialogue. The other mm. one, another question. The other question was your outer dialogue. And that I found quite uh, profound because when you meet people for the first time, 
where do you go? Like, which direction do you do? Do you go like, oh, nice weather? Or do you go like, what do you do for a living? Like, what are your passions? Or where do you go? What do you ask people? Because that is a very good indicator of your mind. What, do you, what, what interests you? You meet people and you want to know what. That was a very profound one for me. For me, I usually ask, what's the latest with you? And those who are close to me, they will know that that, that question. And once we are done with the hi, hi, hey, hey, I usually want to know what the latest is with you because I feel like it kind of gives me a marker of where you are at, um, what phase of your life and how I could come in and, and help. All right. So what, what, what question, um, what goes to you? What, what's the question that you ask when you meet um, someone? Yeah, she's thinking about it. <laughs> These I, are good I questions, am, I'm, guys. I'm more of a like These what really... makes you tick. What what inspires you? What makes you tick? What like I have this yearning to know exactly what are we doing on this earth? Like I see people plodding along, and then I'm like, seriously, <laughs> is that what we're supposed to be doing? So I am, my, my question always leans towards like what drives you, what makes you get up in the morning, like what's your reason for living, which is a difficult one because you ask people that and they go like, oh, she's weird. Like <laughs> she could have spoken about the weather. Name three things that you um, fill your space with. Um, what do you fill your time with? What do you fill your mind with? Right. Um, and then what's the inner dialogue and the outer dialogue that you have whenever you meet people? I think questions like this will definitely help anyone to begin to reach out for their inner self. Because I think awareness is one of the biggest things that would help us. You mentioned something about you thinking amiss, and then you remind yourself that, hey, 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 hey Marcel, come, come back this way. You're going this way. That means that you're thinking, and then you have a supervisor inside you that is watching your thoughts. And guys, this is something we all need to learn to, um, to do, right? Because think about it. If you do not question your own thoughts, then where do you now get the improvements? You've had something in your mind and this is the way you do things. But have you asked yourself, okay, can I improve? Can I change it this way? Can I change it that way? You know, our parents taught us about money, for example, and they didn't have a lot of money. Chances are they probably taught you something that is flawed in one way or the other, right? So if you do not rethink what you have built over time, then you're going to have problems. So that ability, guys, to be able to think and then have a supervisor in your mind to help you gauge, for example, for positivity. If you didn't get anything from today, just positivity. Being conscious about your positivity. And... Us in Africa, uh, Marcel is, is living the good life in, in Germany. There's a lot of snow. She gets cold a lot of times. So we here in Africa, uh, we don't even see snow. But again, the main thing is the negativity is at the peak in Africa. Everyone is talking about how things is going to crumble, how um, very soon things won't just, I mean, everything will crash, inflation will hit the high and that and that. But you can create your own world. You can actually decide that, okay, you know what? Thank you for letting me know the facts. But the truth remains that you can create your world. There's a difference between facts and truths. 
So know your truths, know your priorities from what Marcel has been saying. Know your priorities, know what makes you tick and focus on it. And every other person that tries to come into your space with negativity or with another reason to leave, please, as much as possible, just take them one side away, right? Let them just stay on one side. And Because, listen, guys, you are unstoppable. You are unstoppable, guys. Um, the unstoppable mind, the, the idea behind it was not just to feel fly with some caption. It's to remind you always that you are unstoppable. Why? Because you are a spirit. Your mind and your body are, at best, limitations at some point. A spirit is limitless. A spirit does not need anything to express itself. You are a spirit. So you own your body and you own your mind. Like Marcel said, don't get into that field where you think you're your body. You know, because we do that. I mean, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And then you only focus on food and all that. Whereas that's all in this realm of your body. And then you neglect every other thing. So is there something you wanted to share again? Any of the tidbits? No, I think we've got that covered. Great, great. All right, guys. So thank you, everyone, for being on The Unstoppable Mind today. Marcel, final words? I am so honored that you are all here joining in on our discussions and uh, that you are on this journey with us. I'm happy to be here. I hope you are all happy to be here. And I'm excited for next week. All right, guys. So on behalf of myself and Marcel, the whole Unstoppable crew, I want to say a big thank you to you. Um, you are unstoppable, guys. You are really, truly unstoppable. Marcel and I, we are hoping that we can just open you up as the weeks go by to begin to see yourself for who you truly are. Thank you so much and um, catch you up next week. From Marcel and I, it is bye-bye.